if it takes me two full seasons of religiously watching your show before I will admit to anyone, <laughs> including myself, that I like your show. <laughs> Greetings, listeners, domestic, international, and demonically possessed. I'm Dig the Talent. Read. Cue my entrance music. And I'm Kristen Riley. <laughs> and this is the Rotating Cast Files. Where we watch and discuss those TV shows that were canceled too soon. Today we are talking about Crazy Head Season 1, Episode 5, Downward Facing Dog. It was written by Howard Overman, of course, and directed by cool name guy Declan O'Dwyer. <laughs> Raquel goes on a date with Harry and discovers he is both kick-ass and romantic. Ooh. But Amy can't shake the feeling that he's too good to be true. Determined not to lose another friend, Amy sets off to save Raquel, whether she likes it or not. Take that, friend. Stupid friend. <laughs> now, before we even get into the quote-unquote cold open, okay. I noticed something different in the opening credits. Oh yeah? What was it? The name Charlie Archer. So he is a full cast member now. Oh. Uh-huh. I hate it. So I knew he was going to be important. For the rest of the story. <laughs> you know, that is a good indicator. I would like to take this time, this moment, before we truly begin. Okay. To remind everyone of your prediction from last week. I don't remember having any predictions. You predicted that Harry is Sawyer returned. I don't remember that. Yep. That doesn't sound familiar. You did. You predicted that. I would never be that wrong about something. How, how did it hold up? <laughs> Had I made that prediction, it would have been wildly wrong. Well, you ready to get into it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or you just want to be wrong for a little while longer? No. <laughs> I would like to not be wrong. You would like to forget all about this? Uh, it's causing me trauma. <laughs> oh, no. I've never been wrong before. It's, it's hard. Let's see if you can get you through this. Think back to all of my predictions for everything. <laughs> During the X-Files, I was right about all of it, I'm sure. I'm positive. Well, tonight we pick right up where we left off in episode four. Raquel is setting off on her date with Harry, and Amy is chasing Harry's car down the street in her socks. Guess that means booty call? Oh, I guess it does. I was just thinking, socks on the street, that's going to tear up your socks. And they're going to get gross for sure. They definitely are, because they were white socks too. It's never going to come out. But I guess you're right. It does call back to Booty Call. So yep. wonder whose door she's going to show up at. Probably back at her own. I think I think she lives with Raquel and Tyler now. Seems like it. <laughs> <laughs> when Amy calls Raquel to warn her that Harry is the guy from her dream, Raquel turns her phone off. We saw all this in the last episode, but that's how this one opens. Raquel asks Harry how it was in the woods. And he said he was lonely after she left. Aw. And then I gagged. I don't remember that. <laughs> I still don't trust Hill Guy. I do. <laughs> Raquel and Harry attempt to make appropriate first date small talk. He uh, he takes her to a bar. Pub. It didn't look like a pub. It looked Aren't like they a... all pubs in Britland? 
I don't think so. This looked like a hipster bar with not enough tables. There was a lot of space in between all of the tables. Mm. It was probably expensive. A yuppie bar. It was a yuppie bar. That's what it was. And that's appropriate because one of the first questions is, he asks Raquel is, so do you work? And she says, no. And I'm like, aren't you guys 27? Now, here's a note I wrote. In England, you can afford to not work because they have a strong social safety net. Yeah, she is going through a whole lot of stuff. So it's not like she's just not working. But the way they play this definitely feels like it. No, just young people will just, it's what they call going on the dole. And it's basically, if you don't want to work for a little while, you just get money from the government. Because their government takes care of people. There's got to be some, (laughs) there's got to be a trap in there. Sorry, American lady. (laughs) Nope. Other countries take care of their people. Uh Uh-uh. I don't believe that. That Uh, can't be true. Although, I think Boris Johnson got elected around the time this came out, so... It probably doesn't exist anymore. (laughs) It definitely doesn't exist like it used to. Yeah, and she asks what he does. He says he does temp work, he works in bars, so he kind of is whatever. And you can afford to do that. Which... Which which is nice. Which would be nice. Because it's not like having a full-time job is any more secure than having a temp job in this country. In this country, you can work a full-time job for 25 years, be maxed out on your pay that you're allowed to earn, and still not be able to afford an apartment on your own. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's super cool. This country is great. I love it. Kind of like their small talk. It's terrible. So. It is a- painful conversation it's you know it's supposed to be painful but it's like extra painful it's one of those things where it's supposed to be awkward awkward conversation but it's also poorly written and so it's just double bad yeah it's bad for everybody there's another gay joke oh my god yeah i have a note about that later me too Ugh. every episode yeah, it's I, 2016, guys. I, exactly. That's my point. That's I, my other. I, I want to bring that up later. Okay. Also, bisexuals exist. It's 2016. We know that bisexuals <laughs> have existed since 1995. They, yeah, we Ta- tweeted Time, out that Time magazine, magazine cover. <laughs> Time magazine <laughs> invented them or something. I think it was People. Was it People? Yeah, that's fine. Well, so she, Raquel realizes how awful it is. Makes some dumb crack about how she has a tiny baby bladder and goes to the ladies room she has a bladder the size of an adolescent toddler but that would be a huge bladder (sighs) just whatever toddler in your midsection (laughs) when she walks in into the hallway where the restroom is there's a man who stands up who's an obvious demon and he makes eye contact with harry and harry stares at him they both stare at each other for longer than raquel and harry have even looked at each other this whole day or sat at the table together this this eye contact is extensive oh were you jealous of the demon no i hate everybody but you love harry's eyes i don't anymore you know what mm. hill guy can just go back to his hill <laughs> go, back. <laughs> go back to your hill that's a new way to tell somebody off Or maybe I want to go to the hill because I'd rather be at the hill than this bar. You know what? Stay at this bar, hill guy. I'm going to the hill. (laughs) (laughs) So then the the obvious demon follows Raquel and we get a real close up on Harry waiting, seething, smoldering. And then he also follows. So everybody's going we. 
Everybody has tiny baby bladders. Yep. <laughs> the demon appears behind Raquel as she's washing her hands. Instantaneously. I was typing the sentence right before this and all of this happened. Um, and Harry jumps, quote unquote, out of nowhere because we know he's already followed. Um, and tackles the demon, shoving his face in the toilet. This feels like an unsafe and unsanitary work environment. Can demons get... E. coli? Or whatever kind of fucked up diseases from feces. E. coli? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> do I look like a fecal doctor? Yes. Gross. <laughs> Screw you, buddy. I don't know what that would look like. Um, Not me. I'm fine. I thought you might want to be a doctor. I was yes-anding you. Raquel is freaked out and doesn't know what to think because she just about got jumped in the ladies' room and now there's two guys also in the ladies' room. And because it's such a yuppie bar, there's no one else here. Oh, it's the middle of the day. It is. Day drinkers don't really go to the expensive bars. Or at least they shouldn't. They should go to dive bars where they belong. Wow. Yeah. All right. I'm taking a strong stance on this. Okay. So Raquel is asking, basically, Harry to explain himself. And he says that he is also a demon hunter and he knew her dad. Sawyer asked him to keep an eye on her. I, how did you feel about this scene? I kind of liked it. It's not the best excuse or the best thing to do if he's being honest. But it fits with how she feels about her dad. Yeah. And the way her dad worked to keep her safe. So the story fits with what she knows. So With what she knows weird white guys to do is creepily follow her around. Or about her dad about her dad and the way her dad operates. That's true. Man, her dad really fucked her. Yeah. Oh, this reminds me. Something I thought about when I was listening to last week's episode and didn't say in last week's episode, but the reason Mercy got to Raquel, obviously, even though we didn't say it, uh, is she was raised by a demon. So she has sympathy for the kid being raised by a demon. So it muddled her judgment. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Harry also explains that he engineered their first meeting, but he has really come to like her. Like, really, really like her. He likes her so much he has tears in his eyes, and he wants to date her. Now, he does ask what happens next. He's not pushy about it. He asks her what happens next. And I think that's good. That is good, but I don't think... He's a very good actor, and I didn't like his line delivery. It felt very flat half the time. I think he's just British. I can't tell anymore, man. <laughs> I cannot tell. Raquel accepts his explanation and decides the whole thing is kind of romantic. It's not barf. <laughs> <laughs> she needs a little romance. She's willing she to overlook some stuff and I just know. roll with it. I'm... And you know what? I am for I know. I'm being really harsh. And Get I have to, yours, Raquel. I have to keep reminding myself that these people are supposed to be in their early 20s. Yep. And I have to keep reminding myself because I have no idea how old Harry actually is. No, not a clue. Every time if you light him different ways and I, he could be 20 years difference. Yeah. <laughs> He's somewhere between 20 and 40. Yes. Probably. And depending on what lighting you use he might be pushing 45 i can't tell <laughs> wow not 45 <laughs> so old they make up they have an intense makeout session right there in the ladies room over the body of the unconscious demon she grabs his hand and puts it on her ass yep 
power move. It was a power move. I like it. I'm not mad about it. Especially since they're, they've made up. Fine. If she wants to accept this, this feels all fine. Yep. Get it. Get it, girl. They continue their date. And now they have loads to talk about. Primarily, they're talking about their first demon kills. But it's, it's much less awkward than at first. Yeah. It's nice. I liked it. It was cute. Because they're walking away from the bar toward Raquel's apartment. And they're just wandering down the street, having a good chat. And it's not awkward. And it's it's not awkward for them or us. And everybody's feeling better about things. Yep. They arrive at... Raquel's place, she says, this is me. And what does he say? Oh, he says, oh, no, because he forgot his car. It happens. She made him forget his car. And aside from their dicks, that's men's most prized possession. That's right. That's what Raquel says in about three minutes. He asks her to go out again the next day, saying, you know, I have to come back around here anyway to get my car at some (laughs) point. Uh, So they make a date for the next day. Raquel is flying high when she gets upstairs, but Amy is outraged because remember, Amy left that message way at the beginning of all of this and probably several more. Amy's really worried, even more so when she finds out that Harry has been following Raquel. Stalker. Is the right way for your friend to respond to finding out that the guy that you just spent some time with has been following you for days, weeks, How long is any of this? This is the same problem I had with the X-Files. How long is in between episodes? Well, we know that Halloween is three days away. We do at the end of this. So that's nice. At the beginning of this, I have, it could be Thanksgiving is four days away. (laughs) Good. Okay. Well, at least it's in the right order. (laughs) (laughs) Raquel is high on lust and doesn't recognize how creepy all of this is. Amy loses it because she doesn't want to lose Raquel like she lost Suzanne, which is fair because again, it's been like what, two days? Yeah. Four months? I can't tell. Now, I am undecided on how I feel about the sound design in this scene. When Amy is screaming, it's echoey and it adds some realism to it, but it's not something you expect to hear in a TV show. Yeah. I think I liked it. I think I dug it. And I don't, I don't know if it was on purpose, but I think I liked it. It makes sense because it would be. Yeah. Like you said, it adds realism to it. And this is, this episode, I think, is the most real that Amy gets. She's growing. She's been goofy and a side character and... And Spoon face. And and, and spoon face, but she can't help that. (laughs) Amy asks Raquel if she's sure Harry's not possessed. Raquel is certain. Amy says, because some of them can hide. You've told me some of them can hide. And no, no, you have not. I asked if some of them We had this hide. entire debate in the last episode. I know. You said no. I said I didn't think so. And I said. But I didn't think so because the TV show had not established that. The TV show has barely established anything. I only like it when TV shows break their own rules if that TV show is named True Blood. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's hot. <laughs> <laughs> You can only break all of your own rules if that's just kind of part of how the show works. If part of your rules is breaking your own rules, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Are you guys just filthy, hot, sexy beings? If it takes me two full seasons of religiously watching your show before I will admit to anyone, (laughs) including myself, that I like your show, then you're allowed to break your own rules. What a fun train wreck of a... (laughs) 
of a TV show that is. Oh, man. One thing that I find irritating is that Raquel is too ride or die for a guy she's kissed once. I made out with once. It was a hardcore makeout. That's true. Again, like I said just a few minutes ago, I have to keep reminding myself that everybody's in their early 20s, I'm assuming. And we've all made really strange decisions. And and this is big for Raquel. She's like super stoked about it. So she's going to overlook some red flags. Yeah. I mean, hot guys, super into you. And you can don't have to hide yourself. Right. I was going to say that. And he's also a demon hunter, as far as you know. And your dad said yes. <laughs> yeah, that's the most important thing. Your dad approves. <sighs> well, I guess my point with this whole scene is that neither of them are really wrong. They're just not communicating well because Amy's worried. Neither of them are wrong and they're communicating fine. They're just not agreeing. I don't know. They're they're missing each other. The main points, I think, are mi- they're missing each okay. other. Which is why I don't... They're talking, but they're not understanding each other. That's where I'm saying they're missing each other with the communication. Because Amy's obviously upset, and she has a right to be upset. And she's scared, and she's... There's a lot of stuff happening. But Raquel is over the moon, so both of them are heightened. And they're coming at each other heightened, which is never a great way to do it. And Raquel is actually very smart here, because she says... Why don't we get some sleep and then we'll talk about this tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Which is exactly what needs to happen when everybody's way up here. It's like, okay, we're I'm here. I'm safe now. You're here. You're safe now. Nothing's going to happen. Let's back up from this for a little while. And I thought that was good. It seems like the characters are becoming more fully human beings when in the last several episodes they've been basically caricatures. Yes. Which is fine to an extent, but then after a while you're like, I need a little bit more. And this is the little bit more that we've been needing. So I appreciate this. Raquel does caution Amy against being paranoid that everyone is possessed because it messes with your head. And I thought that was a really poignant thing to say. It makes sense. Becomes unfortunate. And Raquel's had a lot longer to deal with this. So she's like probably learned that lesson. Yeah. And I bet she's learned it the hard way a couple of times. Right. Raquel says she's never had anyone like Harry. He doesn't care that she's half demon and she can be honest with him. She really likes him. Amy does a smart thing here. She suggests that they double date because she said, if he means that much to you, I would like to meet him. And she doesn't scream it. The double date in a little bit doesn't go great, but... It was a good plan. It was a good plan. The execution could have taken a little bit more (laughs) planning, but whatever. So all of this is happening. They seem to have come to an agreement that, all right, we're going to be, I hear that he's important to you and I hear that you are concerned. So now they have a plan. It all worked out tonight. Meanwhile, Harry is being a fucking creep and watching them from across the street again. Damn it, dude. You are not helping your cause. No. And the way they keep shooting him, do you think he knows that he's supposed to be creepy? If he's supposed to be creepy or if he's supposed to be not creepy. I think he knows he's supposed to be creepy. Every now and then they they shoot him in a way where I think he's doing both, but in the middle he changes. <laughs> okay. So now we cut to Callum. He's nervous about the plan and Mercy comforts him. I don't remember what she says. She says it's a good plan and clinks his glass. 
Yeah, they have tea. They're having tea. I was busy noticing that Callum's place is a church. Oh. That's why it's all stone walls and stuff. Oh, okay. A gigantic I... stained glass window. <laughs> I missed it completely. I, uh, was... I don't think they showed it in the first or in the last episode. No, I missed it completely in this one. Mm. I was <laughs> I was like, I like the back of Mercy's hair. I like her haircut. <laughs> and then they were having tea and I was like, I wonder what kind of tea they have. <laughs> I was really focusing on the details here. I was focusing on, I think I, Callum's place is growing on me. <laughs> You want to be a, I want to live in an old church. You want to be a British bad guy? Uh, no, I want to be an American bad guy. Yeah. I don't know what the difference is other than the accent and the Lots poshness. The poshness, really. If you're an American bad guy, you have to work camo or something. Oh, good Lord. Be a three percenter. <laughs> if you are a British bad guy, you can wear suits and stuff. Yeah. Suits are way cooler than... Camo? That you buy on Amazon. Yes. <laughs> So, do you still want to be an American bad guy? Flack jackets that don't flack anything. <laughs> it seems really low grade and. Tactical baby gear. <laughs> yes. Yep. If you're going to be an American bad guy, you're the tactical baby gear market. <laughs> Kelm also takes a call and asks about the ticket sales. So, we know part of his plan it's... involves Ticketmaster fees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Let me put in the episode description the link to the congressional <laughs> dish about Ticketmaster. <laughs> and then we all go bowling. We um, go to the bowling alley for a double date, which I don't know about you, but whenever I go on dates or do anything when I'm not working, I love to go to my place of work. Yeah, it's <laughs> I the guess best. If, I guess if I'm not making any money, I could probably go for free, though, so... I gotta tell you, when I worked at a place that you could do that, I did it. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've never worked at a place that you could do that, but... I went to the Slippery Noodle Inn when I was not on the clock. I bet. I used to go to the movie theater all the time when I was dating someone who worked at the movie theater, whose friends worked at the movie theater. The amount of time we spent at the movie theater not watching movies or watching movies or in between movies or just taking popcorn. Free movies and free popcorn? Especially as a teenager. Hell yeah. Oh my god. That sounds like heaven. It was heaven. <laughs> Is it a Wednesday? I'm going to befriend a teenager so I can start doing that. Well, I'm trying to get Riley to work at the... <laughs> Theater. Go work at the theater so I can go hang out there, I guess. No, I don't really want to do that now. It was amazing, though. So Wednesday, you don't know what to do? Go to the theater. If there's a movie you want to watch, watch it. If not, eat snacks. Yep. Talk to friends. Yeah, pretty rad. Definitely the way to go. Except there's Jake. Jake's working, so he's extra rude to Tyler. I'm not going to repeat all the junk that he says, because none of it's interesting. Oh, hard disagree. Okay, go ahead. He says I'm Raquel's brother. <laughs> and Jake replies, not really a reason for existing, is it? <laughs> Which is a killer line. <laughs> okay. I love that one. All right, that was a response. I was talking about his what he was coming at Tyler with. Tyler just doesn't know who Jake is. I know. <laughs> not really a reason for existing, is it? It was bad. It was definitely bad. That was that was the best line. So this goes on back and forth a little bit between, not really between Jake and Tyler, more like Jake at Tyler. And then yes. Tyler's like, dude. Tyler's not engaging. It's like, what? Can we order some drinks? And Jake's like, who do you think I am? He's like, I 
think you're the waiter because he's Jake is standing there in uniform with one of those little circular trays that waiters you yep. carry. While this is going on, Harry has wandered over to get shoes, I think. So Amy says, I'll go get drinks because she wants to keep an eye on Harry. And she goes over to the counter to talk to Harry. And it's nobody's being smooth about any of this. Amy is shooting daggers at Harry this whole time. Not subtle. No. Not normal. No. <laughs> no. She was your girl, though. No, she wasn't. Yes, she was. She was the normal one. You were talking about Just because she's normal doesn't mean she's my girl. All right. Normal people don't have to be with normal people, Kristen. I'm sorry. What a bigoted thing to think. Oh, my God. Stick with your own kind? Really? From you, I did not expect that. Wow. So, can I place an order? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Meanwhile, Amy is taking the opportunity to investigate Harry. Definitely unfun. I don't know if she ever comes back with drinks. She definitely gives Harry his shoes and says something to him. And then when Harry comes back, uh, Raquel's teasing. She's like, I'm going to kick your ass, you wussy little boy, or whatever she says. I can't remember. Probably exactly that. (laughs) Probably. And he doesn't respond to her banter. And she's like... What's going on? And he said, I don't think your friend likes me. So Raquel goes and confronts Amy in the bathroom and tells Amy that being secretive and devious is not being a friend. She is protecting Raquel by doing exactly what Harry did. That she hated Harry doing. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Meanwhile, Callum and his trust circle is a stupid addition to pad the runtime. Yes, but... That's all I have for that scene. You can do the Callum scene. Perfect. No, because mostly who gives a shit? He beats up another guy and stepping on his throat while monologuing. And even his own guys are bored by this because one of them turns on the inflatable wavy arm guy and just drowns him out. Everybody's bored by Callum. I do like that. Do I like it? No, just write better. I was going to say I do like that the show understands how boring Callum is, but the show's created Callum. Make yeah. Callum more interesting. Yeah. Callum could be interesting. Callum should be interesting. He definitely should be. Tony Curran is fantastic. Yeah, I have not. It's not the actor. It's what they're giving him. Yeah. Which is nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was going to give it to him for recognizing that we don't care, but no, it's... Fix it. Yeah, it's your job to make me care. Fix it. Every time he comes on, I obviously check out because I was thinking about tea and haircuts (laughs) in the first scene. And this next one, I was like, David can do this scene. At the end of the double date, they've all bowled at some point. Raquel and Harry are returning their shoes and smelling the inside of Harry's shoes. Oh. Yeah, it was... Why? Why? Who knows? But... Amy takes this time to look through Harry's jacket and his wallet where she finds a Halloween party invitation. And they change the flyers, which is nice. Yes. It's not a woman with fire coming out of her crotch. On the flyer, anyway. On the flyer, anyway. It's a guy with his skin coming off or something? It's a demon. I guess that's okay. It's It's one of their demons. (laughs) It makes so much. It's like, all right, so it's a head with skin coming off her in front of a castle. I got it. All right, whatever. Halloweeny. I. Ooh. <laughs> Were you a demon uh, without a body? Yep. Mm. 
The invitation looks suspicious, so she asks Jake to drive her to the venue to look over the venue. Jake once again gloats that she's asking him instead of Tyler, and he tells her that the lies will eventually eat away at her relationship. No, he's not wrong about that. He's not wrong about that, but everything else that he said up to this part, he was wrong about. So Now, he did say something about being useful. At least I think he did, because I wrote... That Jake is as useful as that fucking canoe he drives around with. <laughs> Jake is as useful as that fucking <laughs> canoe he drives around with. And then the next shot was the canoe. Yep. <laughs> I'm curious about what time of day all of this is happening because she asks, Amy asks Jake to drive her after the double date, which it's still, it's daytime. Fine. I guess people do things in the daytime that aren't jobs. Um, Especially when nobody has a job. <laughs> except Amy and Jake do. Except Jake, yeah. And Tyler. Tyler has a job. We don't know what he does, but Raquel said that Tyler works and she takes his money. Maybe it's the weekend. Maybe. I don't know. But where did Jake go? I mean, not where Jake. Where did Tyler go? He went to the... He just walked off screen. Right. He walked off with a beer saying something about how good a bowler Harry is. He said, Harry's a good bowler. I'm going to go pee. Yeah. And we never see him again. They ditched they him. They forgot. They, we don't see Tyler for the rest of this episode. They totally ditched Tyler. That's just rude. So after Jake gets off work, he drives Amy. And because we're driving, Jake has to get real. He tells some story about his dad's friend drowning. Yes. Sigh. And then his dad being upset. And because his dad was upset that his friend drowned, Amy asks if his dad's gay. Well, it was... Everything that they did together as children. Camping together, just the two of them swimming naked in the lake. No, I really wasn't listening. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Jake's dad clearly at one time had a relationship with a man. But it's just played as a joke. It is, again. And I'm so tired of the gay jokes. Yes, that's why I've just... <laughs> Jake starts talking, and he's not even the one doing all the gay jokes. He's actually... The joke is he's oblivious to his dad having a relationship. Right. I was going to say he's not done it at all, but he did the lesbian joke earlier. Uh, everybody, oh. everybody with Tyler said a, said a gay joke at this point. Yeah. Tyler's the protagonist of the show. Tyler's the best boy. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, it's about to get weird, so I'm just going to go. Yeah. And I, he does. Good for him. It was the right choice. You know what? Tyler's the most normal. Tyler's the greatest because he's just like... Look, I got a sister and she's kind of wacky, but I love her and um, I don't know what the rest of you guys are doing. Yeah. Keep your head down, mind your own business. <laughs> Leave this weird shit to them. Yes. Yeah. So it happens again and that's twice in this episode and it's happened every single episode. And I just want to remind everybody this came out in 2016. Yeah. This isn't like we're reviewing something that came out. 1996. Right. It would be like, ah, we're making gay jokes, but it's not like mean gay jokes <laughs> right we're not being complete homophobes about it we're just being kind of homophobes about it. right now this is just completely homophobic yeah everything that they've done hey i'm tired of it me too that's why i felt the need to call it out yeah because i thought okay this is dumb but surely they're not going to continue it every episode all right moving on because it's we've given it too much time Raquel goes to her therapy appointment with Callum. He asks if she's been missing her appointments because talking to him is extremely boring. We in unison said yes. That's that what one. I said. <laughs> yes, we we all agree. Now, here's where I learned, oh, he really is Raquel's doctor. 
Because I didn't know that when he showed up at Tyler's. Oh, yeah. I thought he was faking being Raquel's doctor. No. Because I didn't know he could hide Demon Face from the Seers. Because they never established that they could do that. Yep. He was really Amy's doctor and he's really Raquel's doctor. Yeah. Yep. Thanks. Yep. (laughs) They talk over what's been happening in Raquel's life. She tells him about Amy and Harry. He tells her to be careful about trusting her friends. Now, he starts out being on to something, psychologically speaking. Not correct about the scenario, but you get into these intense relationships where you feel strongly and they always let you down because, and it should be, because you're expecting too much. Because you're getting too invested too fast. But then he goes, like, completely left and is like, your friends aren't trustworthy. You shouldn't trust your friends. Right, (laughs) because... You had something. Well, he's doing this on purpose. I know, but I think the other way would have been more effective. I think it would have been... It wouldn't have been obviously a lie, because your psychologist shouldn't tell you shit like that. Right. But we know that Callum's written poorly. Yeah. But there's that, not syndrome, or personality type, or disorder, or whatever, that I can't remember the name of right now, but I only know about it because... (laughs) The Mutiny on the Bounty, Captain Bly and uh, Mr. Mel Gibson in the movie. At some point you'll say something that I he, recognize. The the whole reason that Mr. Crisp... I don't even know what you're... Mutiny on the Bounty? No. You don't... Okay, that's literature. It's not my fault you don't know literature. Wow. You said Mel Gibson. Yeah, because he was in the movie version of Which the book. Which isn't literature. <laughs> the book is literature. It doesn't Mel, matter. I'm going to Mel Gibson's not literature. Mel Gibson is literally. <laughs> oh my god. You should keep that in. I know. Now every... I have to fucking sh- edit that. You should cut all of it out except you mumbling Mel, Mel Gibson, Gibson is literature. Well, it's obvious that Callum is trying to, to sow dissonance between Raquel and Amy. And then he asks about Harry and he wants Raquel to tell him about Harry and then we cut so we don't know if he's going to try to sow dissonance there also or if he's trying to gather information or you wouldn't if you were watching something better written but it's pretty obvious what's happening here is it yes what's he doing then he wants information he wants to get Raquel away from Amy Mm -hmm. and use the, the newest person that Raquel feels intense about in her life against her Yes, okay. That's what I gathered, too. Okay, see? Obvious. Jake and Amy arrive at the party venue. It's a castle. Or is it the church? Is it the big old old church? Is it a church or is it a... It's England. It could be a... It could be anything. Oh my god, it could be it could both. Be anything except a bungalow. It can't be a bungalow. Because you think we all live in castles? And we do all live in castles. We all got a castle each. We're up to here with fucking castles. <laughs> we just long for a bungalow or something. Amy gets out of the car, and Jake follows. This is the most active Amy has been in any episode yet. She sneaks up on a demon and beats him unconscious. He just looks like a dude, but we know he's a demon. So I guess I should say an obvious demon. Jake Uh, makes a wisecrack about how she's handling everything really well, but he keeps following her anyway. Yeah, and it was a demon, Jake. Right. Which beat up the demon. Which he must assume it is a demon at this point, because... If he thought it was just some guy doing the AV hookups. Yeah, then he should be way more alarmed. Yes. <laughs> you don't just beat up the guy with the electric. Yeah. He's just doing his damn job. Leave him alone. <laughs> I'm just the DJ. You know what? I take it back. Yeah. That's, the, why, the hell out of that's why I used the AV guy. 
because I I already knew. I knew where that would go. They walk around inside the building because apparently there's only one person (laughs) (laughs) setting up for this huge party. I guess it's days away that we'll find out about it, but... Yeah, it's days away and they've made a lot of headway. They really have. There's a lot of decorations in there. That's true. Amy and... Jake find a giant poster of Raquel with the legions of hell flowing out of her vagina. It was Raquel on the flyer. I was wrong. <gasps> that's the second time this episode. That was not a prediction. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You were just straight up wrong. I was just wrong. <laughs> and I'm the type of person that can admit when he's wrong. It just hurts extra when it's a prediction that's wrong. I've never because been wrong about a prediction. I see. I see. That was the. That was it. I got it. My psychic abilities are flawless like amy's yeah amy calls raquel and leaves another message on raquel's machine has raquel ever answered her phone i don't know i know we've seen raquel make phone calls to amy and amy refused to answer her phone and now we're seeing amy make the phone calls to raquel but i don't think they've ever talked on the phone (laughs) no no and it's my note is so weird uh, GDR, answer the phone. <laughs> GDR? GD space R. Oh, got it. Oh, God damn it, Raquel. <laughs> I got it when I realized it wasn't just a saying. <laughs> it was like, goddamn, huh? Raquel. Ugh. Yep. But she can't. She can't answer the phone because she's having sex with Harry. Yeah, get it, girl. So <gasps> still, what? She should know he's a demon. Right, because of cold semen. Exactly. Hmm. No, can't break your own rules. You are not true blood. <laughs> Everybody's wearing too many shirts for this to be true blood. <laughs> I have seen not one Adonis belt. <laughs> no, oh my God. Meanwhile, still wandering around the castle or church or both, Amy and Jake get discovered and they fight and they get captured. <laughs> and not before this guy makes fun of jake's canoe oh my gosh he does he's relentless he's like if you want us to not know you're here you have to remove the canoe <laughs> and jake's like but my mom said i can't keep it in the garage anymore <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't he live at his own apartment isn't that where yes but i actually feel him on this one because if you remember my parents had that huge garage i do remember oh, i left just tons of shit. I believe it. In there when I did not live there. As someone who's never lived near their parents as an adult, I don't have this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they threw out everything that was mine when they moved, and I'm devastated by it, but I have no idea what any of it was. You would be devastated. You know you would be devastated if you could even remember one single thing that you left in that. Oh, I can remember a couple of things. There was some hockey gear and there was some The Crow posters. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so thank you, David's mom and dad, for throwing out his old garbage. No. Can you imagine how badass this place would look with The Crow posters Yes. Up? Would you put it right next to your Crow Funko Pop that's on the wall? No, that is the Funko Pop. <laughs> That is not for posters. <laughs> I would go right up on our ceiling. I'd put it right next <laughs> to your black feather wreath on the wall. You can't. There's not enough space. <laughs> that wall is the black feather wreath wall. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Don't call it my nerdy shit when I'm calling out your nerdy shit. Rude. <laughs> Before Amy and Jake get captured, 
And after Amy had called Raquel, she did send a picture to of the, Raquel. Of the, the big poster. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Not as cool as a, a, the crow poster. <laughs> yeah, the designer messed up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> really did. Says a lot about the designer. Now, apparently I looked down to write a note mm-hmm. at this point, And you said, did you see what Harry just did? And no, I did not. So I must ask, what did Harry just do? In bed... Raquel showed Harry the picture that Amy had sent uh-huh. of Raquel and the fiery vagina. Uh-huh. And then Harry directed her to where the poster was. There wasn't an address on that picture that Amy sent. No. But we... Raquel doesn't know about that. No, we don't know yet. He does explain it later, but not right now. She didn't catch it. He explains it when he gets caught. Yes. Yes. Good catch on your part. So he sees the picture and says, I know where that is. Yep. And drives her there. That's what I said. Did you catch it? Because mm. they shouldn't have known where that was. Right. I guess we can assume that Amy sent the rest of the details, but I'm not taking that. I don't even think the details were on the front of the flyer. They would have to be. Otherwise, your flyer is pointless. Look, have you seen pointless flyers? Because I've seen so many pointless flyers in my life. So I don't... I, whatever. So that's what I, I think that Harry messed up here. And Oh, you're right. They didn't catch it. Yeah. Callum has ordered that Jake and Amy, specifically Amy, be taken somewhere and killed. So Jake and Amy are tied up and put in a trunk because we like to transport people in trunks. Jake gets himself and Amy untied on the drive, but they can't escape the trunk. So he does get the tape off of them. Yeah, but here in America... You have trunk releases on the insides of trunks, and they're glow-in-the-dark. It could be an older model. I don't know what trunk they're in. I don't either, but we've had it for decades. Look, they have a social safety net. I think they still win. The poor poor safety standards. (laughs) I mean, stop getting in trunks, people. Blaming the victims here. Rude. Harry and Raquel follow the car Jake and Amy are in. Did they see them get put in the trunk? I must have missed that. Yeah, they did. And they debated whether to go charge in now. That's right. Or follow. So when they... uh, Raquel's driving and they pull up and Raquel's about to get out and Harry says something like, No, don't go in there. And Raquel says, You think having a dick makes you immune to danger? Be serious. Be serious. Yes, I loved it. It was awesome. So she obviously gets out of the car and they hide behind another car in this, it's a warehouse with it's, a... It's the car they took him out of the trunk. Okay. They hide behind that car in inside a warehouse, whatever. That's the whole, where they're at. Amy and Jake are put into a storage container, but the doors are open and they're going to be shot. There's plastic sheeting in there. Yes. And did you notice the bloody handprints on the doors? I did. I liked that. That was a good, it wasn't... Blood from being shot. It wasn't that much blood, but you could probably get bloodied like that from how many times you get hit by stuff. Or picking up a dead body. Yeah. All bloody. True. Amy gets the henchman to explain the big legions of hell plan before he kills them. And he does. Raquel and Harry over here. Basically, they need Raquel to... Open the gates of hell. And it has to be done on Halloween. Yeah. Sam Hain. At the stroke of midnight on Halloween, they plan to use Raquel as a gateway to open the gates of hell and let millions of demons fly out. The demons will each then slaughter thousands of people to create hell on earth. All right. (laughs) 
Raquel steps out and starts taunting the demons because she knows that they need her so they can't kill her. She ta- The taunting here is pretty fun because she gets her whip stick out Baton. and she's, she's like, I'm going to hit you with this. And he's like, if you don't, if you don't stop, I'm going to shoot you. And she's like, I'm not going to stop. So you're either going to have to shoot me or get hit with this. Get ass pulled. I know. Is what was, she said. But it's another gay thing. Is it? Yes. It's sodomy. And they do it all the time. Yeah, but shoving a pole up someone's ass, I mean, that's impalement. I know, but they're using it very similarly. It makes me... I don't like it. Mm, Okay. It's just... It's a cheap gag people like to use. And it's like, just just fucking grow up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Um, But she gets close... She gets closer and closer. And the whole time that she's getting closer to the one henchman, Harry's like, put the guy down! Don't do this! Blah, 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 blah! He's not really doing anything. He's just yelling. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and Raquel pretends that she's getting distracted by him, but it really just fakes out the henchman so she can whip him in the face with her baton. Cracks and, him right upside the head. And all over the body. She plays him like bonku drums. But only one. Yes. <laughs> Gene Krupa all over that ass. <laughs> so she knocks him out. Amy grabs the gun and points it at Harry, but also Raquel because they're standing right next to each other. Yeah, Amy starts flailing in this scene. Yes. And then I think Jake says something. There's like every everybody's yelling and screaming. And I stuff. hate to see you like this. Oh yeah. That was great, Jake. Oh <laughs> yeah. Just fucking nailed that. She's pointing the gun at Harry and tells Raquel that that is the man that she's seen in her dream. She knows that he's a threat. And that's when she says that she found the party invitation in his wallet. So Raquel shouldn't trust him. Raquel is is confused, but still doesn't want to lose him and doesn't want Amy to let dealing with demons change her. (laughs) I just wrote fucking hell guy. (laughs) Is she under a spell? Is there, are there spells here? Because... If there are spells and they announce that in the last episode, that's going to be so cheap. I'm not going to be surprised because it feels wildly out of scope at this point. She wants to trust this guy, so she's going to. It happens to all of us. Why? He's been creeping on you for days or weeks. But he's always had a good excuse. He's No, he's always had an excuse. That fits with her worldview. I don't like it. Well, one of the uh, the henchmen that got knocked out wakes up, grabs Amy. They flail a bit. Gun is still pointed at Raquel and Harry. The trigger is pulled by one of the two in the tussle, and Harry jumps in front of it and gets shot. Faster than a speeding bullet. Yeah. Good job, Harry. At this point... But that's what Amy saw in her vision was his... Yes. ...hand flying past Raquel's head. Yep. So she realizes what she saw was this scene where actually Amy was the threat. Yeah. Didn't see that coming, did ya? And then Raquel screams when Harry hits the floor and flames burst from everywhere in the room. Similarly to when all of the electric exploded in the, um, the ice palace. The hockey rink? The hockey rink. Ice Palace sounds nice. That's what the, the stadium here used to be called, I think. Used to call it the Ice Palace. Uh, maybe. It just sounds nice. Yeah. She kisses Harry and everything kind of calms down. They he calms her with a kiss. 
fine. Just like when Oz did it with Willow. Did that happen? I don't remember. Yeah, it was nice. I liked Oz. She says, And I'd like to feel that maybe you would... What are you doing? Panicking. <laughs> I love Oz. Yep. Oz was my favorite character of all of them. <laughs> they rush Harry to the hospital using... The canoe! God damn it. Yep. Been making fun of this canoe for two straight episodes. Yep. And here it is. Being Saving useful. lives. As they wait in the hospital, Amy apologizes for misjudging and doubting Harry and Raquel. Raquel accepts Amy's apology since Amy was looking out for her. And Amy says, do you think we'll get past this? Raquel says, we're going to have to. I don't think we're ever going to make friends with anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> it's another really nice moment. It was, it was very cute. I'm starting to root for these two as friends. Yeah. I think that they could do it. They're having some good moments. Raquel goes in to see Harry once he's out of surgery. And he asks about her powers and says he's not afraid of her. She says she needs to go away somewhere for a while, somewhere she can't be found, and she'll come back for him when it's all over. She does not tell him where she's going. Which is the way to do it. So smart. Yes. For many reasons. So many reasons. Specifically, don't trust Hill Guy. Because he's a stalker. Right! Not just be there. He'll just be like, I gotta go. I gotta get out of this hospital bed to go stalk my girlfriend. But he had reasons. <laughs> Everybody has reasons. I he took a bullet for her. I still think he's a good guy. Oh my god. Don't date guys with pretty eyes, David. You're gonna... It's gonna be bad in the end. As long as you don't subscribe to that. <laughs> I'm subscribing... I'm prescribing it to you. Okay. I will not date guys with pretty eyes. You must continue to be married to a guy with pretty eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm prescribing that. Okay. Well, I'm not falling for this. You start like standing outside. <laughs> oh my god! You start standing outside on the porch, just staring, staring at you. in the window. That would be so weird. Might be kind of fun. It would be. No, not for you. No, I don't think. I've never done that to you, and I never will. No. Scaring you on purpose just because I think it's funny. Yeah, no, don't do that. Yeah, I won't. But just a, so the porch that we have is just like this tiny little three foot by nine foot balcony. So you would just be standing six inches on the other side of the glass. We're about as good at closing our blinds as Raquel is, though. That's very true. We could be spied on so easily. It's true. It's in our bedroom, so it's unless who cares. It's less who cares. It's more who cares. It's probably more who cares. Yeah. However English works. Yeah, who knows? Not me. So they, uh, the gang packs the canoe and their bikinis because they are heading to the seashore to hide out until after Halloween. Hell yeah. Good plan. It Good does, plan. It sounds like a great plan because we haven't been there. They're not I'm, going back to the cabin. I don't know where they're going. Yeah. Obviously, it's not going to work. But right now, I'm saying good plan. You know what? If you're going to be hunted to birth the legions of hell or whatever, go to the beach. The series finale is just them having a good time on the beach. <laughs> it would be amazing. I would love it. Caleb just can't figure out where they're at. <laughs> <laughs> the plan's gone to shit. Speaking of Callum, he shows up in Harry's room and introduces himself as Dr. Weaver and then makes a joke 
but I can't remember what it was. It wasn't funny. It turns out Harry is a demon who works for Callum. In fact, they seem to be close friends. Callum compliments Harry on the stellar job he's doing, going above and beyond to make Raquel trust and care about him. He also brought grapes. Well, damn. I guess I was wrong for trusting him this far. Yep. Raquel is the gateway to hell, and Harry is the key that unlocks her. Which is just gross. I don't think that's how it's meant. I think he's going to murder Harry in front of her to get her to freak out. Because he'll just pop into a different human body. Yeah, that makes sense. That's probably right. But just how crude a lot of this stuff is. Yeah, it is hard to tell. What's your plan and what are you just being a middle schooler about? I can't tell anymore. Because even in this scene, Callum's like, this is going so well, I have a heart on. Yeah. It's like, come on. He does think that Harry getting shot and triggering Raquel's powers has worked out well in a trial run. And that's where we end it. So, do you still think Harry is Sawyer? No. No, I let that go pretty early on. Yeah. In the bathroom, in fact. That makes sense. Still don't understand the rules of this universe. What can and cannot the demons do? We do see Harry show his demon face when Callum makes some crack. And Callum's like, make sure you don't show her your demon face when you're coming. Yeah. Just use your regular cum face. And it's like, what? Who is the audience for this show? The show overall, I'm still on board with. I like the premise. And I have to say that these last few episodes are getting better. They are. It started strong and it seems like it's going to finish strong. A little bit of weakness in the middle. So at the end of next episode, we will give our verdict on, was it actually canceled too soon? Yeah. I think the dialogue just needed a whole other pass. We'll discuss that at the end of next episode. I'm sure we will, but that's my verdict right now. Do you think my prediction is going to change? Yes. I think <laughs> the dialogue in the next one's going to be amazing. It's going to be so good. It's going to make up for the last five they're gonna, episodes. They're just all going to apologize for being so homophobic. Wow. And really and sincerely mean it. Sincerely mean it and uh, take steps to make amends. Nice. Yeah. They're going to start reading books and meeting people and volunteering and stuff and yep. like actually making change. That's what the finale is, actually. It's not them at the seaside. <laughs> it's them volunteering. Well, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how they wrap this up, since we do have... It doesn't feel like they expect to only have one more episode, but we know, because we are in the future, that they only have one more episode. So we'll see what they do. I do wish that they had defined a little bit more about the demon abilities right now. Yeah. Or so far... I wish we'd have learned it early. Me too, because we've got some people who have special, some demons who have special powers, others who don't. We have some demons who can hide their demon faces and others who can't. Yeah, apparently they all can. So then why was... Why would they ever not? Right. Unless they... I can see letting your demon face show in an intimidation tactic when you know that you're going to win the fight and it's just extra spooky. Fine. Whatever. I'm not going to say don't add some flair to it, but like just walking around wouldn't make any sense. No, like in episode one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see how long they get to stay at the the seaside. We'll get to see if they ever tell Tyler that they're going to be gone for several days or if he just has to sit at home and wonder. He's still in the bathroom at the bowling alley. (laughs) It's like, everybody's being weird. I'm just going to stay in here. And his car is still in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 
So no matter what... He's stranded. He's going to have to walk home at some point. I hope they have Uber in England. I hope he has some other friends. Yeah. I hope he expands beyond this. He's a He seems like a decent guy. He's so normal. He needs normal friends. Now who's the bigot? Nobody. You are. Not me. Stay with your kind. No, I didn't say stay with your kind. I said he needs more normal friends. No, you told me that I was a bigot because I said something about... Yeah, stay with your kind. That's bigoted. I didn't say stay with your kind. You said it. All right. Anything else for downward facing dog? Well, what lesson did you learn? <sighs> Dialogue is very important. Mm, I learned two lessons. Yeah. A, don't date your stalker. And B, never badmouth a canoe. The canoe one. That one was, was definitely good for me. I knew the first one. Okay. The Rotating Cast Files is produced by Kristen Riley and Dave Reed, edited by Dave Reed. Thanks for being here, and if you enjoyed the episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. If you could go to Apple Podcasts, and please, please, please go rate and review us, give us five stars. Tell us that we're doing magnificent things. Tell us that we are doing the impossible with podcasting. Wow. We would love you forever. Or even easier, tell people about us. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Cast Files. We also auto post to YouTube, so if that's your streaming service of choice, or if you like closed captions, they are available there. And finally, email us at the rotating cast files at gmail.com. 